And yes. welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. I'm number one. And we have in the studio... We have a guest. We have Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> He's oh, sitting oh, right oh, up there oh, at the oh, table. Oh, oh. That's right. On me, Bookie. On <laughs> Wookie, on Donner, on Blitzen. We have uh, we have our listener uh, in the studio, one of our rotating listeners. Hello, and uh, you are? I'm Mike. Okay, and Mike, how are you introduced to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things? Well, it's uh, I I know Eric. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> and who doesn't, right? See, really, I was kind of right hoping it, for I'm... a nice grand story of like, wow, surfing the internet for some really juicy ideas and i, I came across i typed in poison podcast. fart frog <laughs> <laughs> and, and the first hit was your website so i was like i gotta see what these guys are talking about oh they connect everything <laughs> no poison fart frogs but still some good uh, no we, good we must have brought it up i mean you wrote it down in the in the tagline of that i episode. never wrote well okay well that, how did that well whatever yeah it, that's Folks, an old listen story. to some of our old episodes but Mike, it is a great you, show yeah oh well thank you thank you Thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's so that's great. two people that concur. Nice to hear. Well, did we lose our uh, Dante and who else did we have? We had another. We one. didn't really uh, lose. Didn't we have a girl for a while, Elizabeth or something? I don't. We don't lose people. I mean, people drop in and out. I prefer not to think of it as lost audience members, but drifters. I remember the heydays of like two people. Oh, I think wow. there was at one like, time. Yeah. Remember that? Wow. But this isn't really about us, is it? What? Oh. You, you seem to be going down like a sob story memory lane. <laughs> well, it's not really about us, but it's kind of enjoyable. I mean, to Remember think that, we you know, we're, that whatever listeners. we're doing here is is being enjoyed. I mean, it is being enjoyed by us. You know, but just like any other entertainment, though, this is uh, a podcast is something that does, you do come in and out, and there's millions of them out there, and you searching around for something to look at, and you find something that interests you, or a topic or something, and... You listen to it for a while, then you move on, then you come back, and then you move on. It's kind of like you don't listen to the same album every day, or even bands. Yeah, well, you, you go get through totally phases. into a band, and then yeah. that makes sense actually. I have I have podcast phases, smodcast. I'll listen to, and then I'll stop. Yeah. Done for like three four months, but then I'll pick it back up, and I, I oh what did I miss? Right, <laughs> and I right. listen to all. Of oh, and then you'll go back and listen. To but it is the same yeah. as an album. Like an album, I'll be like, oh my god, you know, this you, is coming up. I'm I'll listen to this album like over and over and over and over again, and then and then you get sick of it, and right. then you put it on the back burner for like five years because there's nothing new. But with a the podcast, there is. Well, that's true. That's well, that's true. why you listen to the same podcast over and over and over. I to mean, see, not the same <laughs> podcast, but the same pod. How would you say oh, the that? same episode? The same episode of the podcast. You don't listen to the same episode twice, do you? Who, me? Oh, yeah. Anybody. I, well, when I was working at this job where I listened to the podcast, because uh-huh. I don't do it now, but uh, I, I would bring my little machine along, my MP3 player, and I had like two of them loaded. It was like the brown episode <laughs> and the drunk episode or something. And I just was either too lazy or I forgot so how bored. to... Yeah, and I just to I listened again. to the same one like on the way to work and on the way home and on the way to work. Did you find yourself like analyzing like, well... I did, and that was I actually said. the... Yeah, <laughs> which is what you kind of do with albums if you do listen to well, them over that, and exactly. over. Exactly. You're like, oh, wow, you know what? I never realized that... I never uh, heard that cowbell quite so clearly yeah, before. Yeah, Led Zeppelin was actually talking about lemons on that one song. But you, know? you have to give it a break or else you're not going to notice that again. You're not going to come back with a fresh perspective. No, if you, if you beat it to if you beat it, yeah, down, you'll just end up hating it every yeah, time it yeah, comes on. You be like, yeah. <clears throat> makes me well, so angry. I mean, a podcast though is is well, maybe it's not different than a song, but it's, I mean, it's an hour of idea, you know. And especially with this podcast, it's so random. I mean, I, I I downloaded a couple of other podcasts, and it was like the 
science podcast or something and they talked literally for like an hour about the same topic and it was like this <laughs> well, we did to not, me maybe maybe that's, that's me personally but that was like too much they they it was, I don't know. It was weird. Well, maybe, I mean, what maybe, were they talking about? Like amoebas and zygotes and stuff for for sixty? No, minutes, no. They were talking, it was it was actually more astronomy. They were talking about like planets and stuff. But, well, and I would like zip forward a little around. bit, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna zip forward ten minutes and see what's Oops. going on. And I'm they're sure. still talking about the same thing. I was like, hey, okay, well, I'm sure somebody's into that though. I mean, oh, absolutely, they had to because they had like six listeners. No, you know, we only no. have two. So, um. <laughs> Seven? I don't know. There you go. But, but I mean, there's something to be said for for topical podcasts. I guess I don't think we could do it. I think we're too. Uh, I think we're all too ADD for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think movies. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about that. Yeah. Maybe we, we should put that in your in your title, and then you'll start to get a whole bunch of interest. Oh. In, oh. There you go. That's what we could do. We should we should just start a new one. We'll like this will be like the side one, and the new one, the all new different one, will be ADD. We've, we've talked about that. The problem is I don't have ADD. Well, I don't oh come think. on. Well, I think everybody has like a a minor form of ADD. <laughs> well, what is ADD? Let's get the definition of what ADD is. It's like a disease. Where, it's not a where, disease. Uh, it's a, it's a no. genetic. AIDS is a disease. All right, all right. Mike, Mike it's, it's is going to lay, it, lay it, a let this one symptoms. on us. It, it's, a, it's a group of symptoms. The symptoms are different for each person. Um, it tends to lean toward hyperactivity and overprocessing and you know, mental overstimulation. Oh, um, okay. So too too much stuff coming in at you, and you just okay. Can't but the focus? but the physical definition of that, or were you going to keep going? No, I was just going to say a good example of that is Eric. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. I'll take that with a grain of salt because I <laughs> certainly agree with it. I will, um, and I I certainly agree with the with the symptoms thing because but in in today's world and especially the lifestyle that I'm living right now with two little kids, okay, and running a business, if you didn't have some sort of uh, attention. Um, uh, ADD, attention over, overactiveness, deficit disorder, right? Yeah, you, you, I, I wouldn't be, I'd go crazy, well, I'd go nuts. Wait, right? don't they call it ADHD? Or what's that's the hyperactive? Term? It's the same, but They're exactly the I, same. Well, they used to think they were different, and then they weren't. And okay, they melded them together. Because I have restless leg <clears throat> syndrome. That's a, yeah, that just means all your ADD went to your leg. <laughs> it <can't laughs> it migrated. Like can't focus. Put um, your shoe on. Well, okay, I was go back okay. to the the physical um, manifestation of it. Um, within symptoms, uh, I think sometimes you're, you're, what you do can, can be misconstrued as a symptom. And so if you exhibit a bunch of these tendencies, they, they say, oh, these are symptoms of ADD. But there is actually a, a physical, yep. mental, um, chemical, dopamine level dopamine, that, yeah. Yeah, okay. that there's, it, your body doesn't know how to process it. And that's why the amphetamines help it. Because sure. okay. amphetamines do the opposite of in people that have the ADHD right. to the people that don't have it. The people that don't have it get hyped up and freak out and the people that, that do have it can mellow like out. mellow out and focus. Yeah. All right, so let's let's just set up. Okay, so I guess the reason I bring this up is you you have ADHD. Yeah, I, I have ADD, whatever. And Eric has been diagnosed with ADD. I've been diagnosed with a lot of things. And I just say that I'm ADD just because I, I like a lot of things, but I'm probably, I don't know. Anyways, so... From my perspective, I'm trying to just wrap my head around what what it, what it actually means to be or what it actually feels to be. So, if you are sitting in a lecture hall or a classroom and you have a task, and that task is to take notes on whatever the uh, professor is talking about or the lecture or whatever the assignment is, what do you what what do you do? What's going on? Well, first of all, there's an element of 
um, what is the professor talking about? Mm-hmm. Are you interested in it? Are you interested in it? Are is, you are you working towards a, a degree? Is, oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. If it's something that you are interested in, like for me, it's guitar. Okay. It's music and art. Oh, okay. And if I, I can hyper-focus on art and music, and I can play guitar for 15 hours mm-hmm. and not get tired of it. And all of my adrenaline kicks in, all of my focus kicks in. If I'm sitting in a class that I really am interested in, I'm going to take notes like crazy. In fact, most of my notes are going to seem crazy. Okay. So, okay. So that's kind of like, that's kind of like hyper focusing at that point. Right. So, but let's say it's a, a class. Um, um, I don't I'm know. pruning English rose bushes. South African <laughs> history. <coughs> Well, that's pretty interesting. Can be. It depends on the teacher, well, and it depends on what. And you're in high school, and it depends what the people around you are okay, wearing. Let me just say it this way: if if you're medicated, no. If you're not medicated, if you're not medicated, then you're not you're you're not going to pay attention. You're I mean, be, do you even start off taking notes, or is it just? Does you? I mean, does your mind well, like for me? I South would, Africa and boy, I like well, soccer. Okay, you know what though? Can I can I jump in here? Mm -hmm. Now I I went through school. I have a two year degree and and I I slogged through it and I wasn't really that interested in it, I have to be honest with you, but I got good grades and I settled down and I focused because I knew it was something I had to do. And I I look through some of my old notebooks sometimes and do you get onset ADD? I mean, did I just get it in the last five years or whatever? I don't know, but I look through these notebooks and there's like crazy drawings all over the place. Doodles and I think what I think what would happen sometimes is that I would I would start out, you know, gung-ho with my new crisp piece of paper and my nice pen and I'd say I'm going to take some notes here and I'm paying for this school and I'm going to learn something about South African history or whatever it may be and I start taking notes on it and I get a half a page in and I'm like <sighs> but then I start doodling and I draw a little yep. I start drawing a little ska dancer and a, and then but then in the back of my mind I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to the the speaker, the professor, and oh, he brings up an interesting point. And I start listening in, and then the doodle maybe starts taking on that, and then I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. And, I, and then I remember that, hey, I'm supposed to be here taking notes. Whoops, and I start taking notes again. So I'll lose little bits of it here and there, right. and I'll kind of phase in and out of focus. It's not like you're mentally disabled. No, or, I'm not saying no, that. No, 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 I'm, I'm just making that point because it, it's not like that. It's not like you're um, suddenly you have, you know, this collapse and mm-hmm. you just ugh, all well, I can think of is drawing faces. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I'm getting at. I mean, I'm trying to come up with like what what constitutes you a, have it, man. an ADD you do. diagnosis. Because, and the reason I wonder is because even even today, I went to this uh, presentation for work. It was for uh, some, some software and training. And I started out kind of just like you, like, this is my job. I got to pay attention to what they're talking about. And then all of a sudden I find myself like wandering. And I wonder then, what kind of cookies are going to be for lunch. <laughs> yeah. When is the snack? Boy, I could go for a cup of coffee. Or, you know, like, what are we going to talk about? Hair. Wow. What are we going to talk about on the podcast tonight? Boy, <laughs> I, it's about an hour and a half drive from here to Milwaukee. Hmm. And then all of a sudden I kind of come back in and I'm like, whoa. I, I, and they're like, when you insert the dongle into the hard drive uh, uh, Bayport area, you have to That is it. how you save hundreds of thousands of dollars. dollars. Thank you Thank for you. your attendance. There's oatmeal cookies. <laughs> oatmeal bars are in the lobby. What? But no, there are some topics Sweet. that are just boring for everybody. You know, and daydreaming, I guess, is daydreaming. Okay. You know, but do you come away exhausted yeah so no. what happened when you you i kind of interrupted you you didn't get to finish your story did you so you lost like, i lost whatever whatever was said in the time frame that 
I was paying attention to where I wasn't paying attention. All of whatever that was, I didn't even hear. The, I'm, I heard like the background noise of this guy's voice. But you were drawing and doodling. I wasn't or drawing or doodling. I was just kind of like sitting there, and honestly trying to pay attention, uh, but then just losing focus. And then <laughs> you totally got it. Came back in, and I was like, I have no clue as to what this Jeremy. Guy what do you think? <laughs> and that's actually what would what happen. What should we do in this situation in, when we uh, in grade school? You get a Kit Kat if you come up here and draw the correct number of lines on the board. Well, right that's now. what would happen in, in uh, middle school, middle school specifically. Where it'd be like, you know, the mathematical formula sets up this statement is. So, Jeremy, can you solve for X? Huh? What? Uh, I think it was a D minor. <laughs> so, is that is that just being bored, or is that possibly like a, a symptom of ADD. Now you said something about exhaustion. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, you know, there's, there's, okay. People who are ADD tend to be adrenaline addicts. All right. Okay. Define that. Um, Gamble till all your money's gone. Drink until you get drunk. Well, that's, every no, time. that has to do with it. That, that's different. Um, Jump off of buildings. Drinking until you get drunk doesn't have anything to do that's with it. That's like an addictive personality. Yeah. Oh, that's well, that's... That's a different disorder. No, you, you're addicted <laughs> to that adrenaline rush. And you can, if you have an addicted personality, you can get addicted to anything, which is... I invited uh, Mike here, not you. I'll go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me one, too. Now, so let's talk about this exhaustion thing. Well, you know, you have... Um, uh, when I guess you think about something too much, and that's kind of the problem with ADD is you have an overproducing thought process. I mean, it's not just it's like it's like the ultimate multitasking, um, but you're not really accomplishing anything. Okay. okay. So basically, you'll have you'll see. We'll start off. Um, I'll start off playing guitar. Okay. And then I and I'll come up with this cool lick, and I'll think, okay, I should write a song about it. You know, a song with this, and then. I'll um, uh, get halfway through maybe the first two sentences or verse or lines or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I'll go on to something else because you know I'll get bored with it. And then, um, but I'll pick this up later. With the adrenaline issue, um, that loop, that riff that I create in the on the guitar, circulates through my head for like the next week. Okay, that's one thought. Now, take that one thought and multiply it by about a hundred other things that are looping in your head throughout the week. And it's not in an organized fashion. It's in this constant accumulation on top of the average processing. Is this making sense? Yes, yeah. Perfectly. Um, so, you're, you, you, to me, you're eating breakfast, you're thinking about the, the guitar riff, right. as well as all those other things. You're going to bed. You think about all those things. Oh, I should have put a little bit more butter in the waffle mix. Sure. Oh, I I, I need a little bit of uh, oil in the in the, really, in the car. It, oh, it, I have to. And I think it really depends on your interests. Do you overfixate on things? Yeah, all the time, and only on the things I'm interested in. Well, okay. All right. And it's almost you know a lot of people say ADD people are very selfish um, because they tend to hyper focus on the things that they're interested in. They're interested. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. You know, like when Eric talks about stuff and. When, <laughs> Um, like with me and my wife, you know, she's, she says, you know, all you think about, about is yourself. Me? And I know that's typical for a wife. But, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> what about my shoes? But you know, it's, it's my just, purses. there's this level of, I, I don't know. Like, it comes in, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a medicated add or Okay. It's a big M word. And Eric's not. What? And what? 
and I'm a very uh, laid-back person by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, six years ago, before I started on meds, mm-hmm. I could not hold a train of thought. <clears throat> okay. I could not. Come, well, but you I, did a hell of a lot of good work, didn't you? Well, sure. I wrote a lot of good music, and I... Uh, and you and you did a lot of a lot of good work. I mean, you built a lot of houses and yeah, but did that a lot was of good the adrenaline thing too. I mean, was that? I but you stuck with a you stuck with an idea. You said, "All right, I am going to put this fireplace together," and you went and did it, and it was done. Well, but was know, that was personal right. or professional? And it took you three four days. Oh, okay. okay, well, yeah, of course. So how how does this affect? Okay, I want to go back to like so. Uh, you're hyper focused on yourself. What about like your job? I mean, was that something that you were into at the time, or have you ever been at a job you're like, I don't really like what I'm doing, but oh, yeah. I gotta pay the bills. But then, does um, have you had a uh, scenario where your uh, professional life suffers because you're unable to focus on Definitely. the thing that you're okay? Definitely. Okay, yeah. Okay, and you know, I've I've lost. I used to own a construction company and um, for a long time, and lost a lot of customers because of that. Mm. Before I was. Uh, um, because they're well, giving you uninteresting jobs, or no, no, just because the follow through is very difficult. Uh, <laughs> Suddenly, the task becomes a mountain, uh, and it's bigger than than it. I, just I, I see, I see that it's bigger than it really is. You know, it's like. Well, I do that too, though. Well, you know, it does it consume you? you no. Know, and drop you to your knees. I mean, no. that's kind of the thing that, and that might just be a personality issue with me. But after I was medicated, it wasn't a problem anymore. So, like, I'll walk into a scenario like um i can't really think of anything off the top of my head but like oh the car won't start and rather than kind of going through some rational like okay well uh let's jump the car let's go through some basic troubleshooting steps i go to the oh my god it's it's broken. It's Call not, repair. We got to buy a new one. I'm going to have to get a new car. The transmission car, is broken. Yeah, I go to the extreme. ultimate extreme mm-hmm. of what could possibly, I mean, and it's not like crazy, like uh, uh, out, out of um, the question type things, but I go to that ultimate extreme and then I get kind of like, I don't want to do this because it's going to be so difficult. And I, then I get kind of mad. And then, you know, ultimately I'll, I'll settle down and I'll go to the task and be like, oh, well, look, this button wasn't you know what though i i think that wasn't pushing the key all the way in or something that might really be a stupid. learned response to to um to, to problems because mm-hmm. i kind of had the tendency to do that too and i actually see that lily is starting to pick up on that yeah. and so okay. if, as a kid if you i mean because steve does the same yeah, thing yeah, 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 so yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. picked up picked on that up it's on like that's sure. how i deal yeah. with adversity is to Freak out, blow up, and throw it well, across that's, the room. That's my dad. My dad was diagnosed okay. with ADD. Oh, well. And so, and so I have a hard time distinguishing what's learned behavior and what's not. Okay. You know, for me in a car situation like that, I would get a creative spurt and tear it apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then you'd call me up and be like, dude, there's oil I, all over the floor, the right, garage. Remember, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I would, ne- I would never happened. do that. You know, and then I would, and then I'd start putting it back together. And I would get it back together to a point, and then I would just be like, oh, well, and I'd walk in the house, hmm. you know, and just, I can't finish it. Yeah, but you know what? You, okay, remember the problem I had with the transmission, the change, change missions, uh, in the, uh, the in Dodge the Caravans, Dodge Caravan transmissions, hello? You went through like three of them. Right. This guy is the same problem. Mike had the same problem. Yep. He okay. calls me up. He's like, "Ah, my transfer." I'm like, "Dude, it's screwed. You got to get a new yeah. one." We had problems with it. It gets stuck in second. Right? That's exactly what happened. You can't get it out. Yeah. We had eighteen hundred dollars there. He's like, "What did you do?" Well, I, I, uh, I drove it 
with the bad transmission. I figured I'm just going to run it into the ground. <laughs> okay. But then it went on for like three months. And it was just continually not going above like 35 miles an hour. And so I was just driving everywhere at 30, 35 miles an hour because I didn't have the money to fix it. That's funny. And so I um, I finally figured it out that maybe I should just take it in and have it looked at. Sure. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. Because I put it off for so long. And so I took it in, and it was a $62 fix. Yeah. They punched in a code. Was, it, was the transmission in safe mode for Something some reason? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because that somebody had put aftermarket power windows in. Oh. And when they... They stripped the wires too long, and so the wires crossed with something else, which caused this malfunction in the okay. transmission. But, yeah, I don't know why you brought that up. Uh, well, no, that's, that's interesting. Because, because you, you said that you get a creative spurt, and you start ripping it apart. Well, did you rip that thing apart? Well, no, because I didn't know anything about it. Oh. I researched it. I well, bought a Chilton But manual. you didn't freak out and say... No, and let's when back you, up a second. When, usually when you That's do rip things apart, you, you eventually get them get them back together and they work. Will well, you rip something apart that you have never like worked with before? Or will you only stuff that you have worked with well, before? I correct myself and I, I do rip things apart that... Uh, things I, that you plan on further using or like, I'm done with this. Let's no, see no, how no. it works. No, no. It's always a further use um, in my mind. You know, it's but I mean, are you done with like a prime piano like, that you right? Oh man! All right, so that was yeah. so sweet. Yeah, I took a piano. I, I got it off Craigslist, and I thought I could tune it. Oh, <laughs> okay. And it was just one of these tall, you know, six foot ones that okay. uh, stand against the wall and they weigh like Amazon. a thousand pounds. Piano. And um, I got it into my garage, and it was just the the soundboard was cracked, and <laughs> it was all, it was just a mess. It was unrepairable, and um, so I tore it apart. Sure, why and, not? And, uh, that point, all the little hammers. But see, but my my, I guess what I was getting at is, <laughs> but I reused it. You had at that point oh, you, you decided kept all that stuff. Well, no, I, I took most of the stuff that I used and I made a uh, a set for a play. You had decided at that point though that you were not going to use this as a piano. Oh, that, yeah, right. You the, the soundboard's cracked. I I'm not going to use this as a piano. Right. What else can I do with it? Yeah, you should have hung that thing but on that's the wall just though. A piano. Wow, I know, but I think we had like 500 pounds. Oh, but it was so cool. Do you have you ever seen the soundboard of a piano? Yeah, like oh, like a like a grand piano inside. Yeah. I mean, this is probably just, a grand, but yeah, there's was it a grand? No, no, I've no, seen the inside right. of a grand, and I've seen the mechanics. No, but that the go soundboard. Into, I mean, it's like this piece of oak that's like yeah. six by six. I've seen it's it. just thing. Yeah, five. I would come along and just and throw that just, in a fire pit. No, yeah. You, yeah, you, you, yeah. That's right. Not going, don't don't <laughs> open up that burn that burn forever. It's oak, man. See that record? I burned it. See that favorite thing of yours? I'll burn it. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what topic we're going on, but I, I think I, I think have, we're talking about ADD. I think I've diagnosed that I don't have ADD. Oh, really? <laughs> because these things that you're talking about. Yeah, and the tendency is that you know, in my experience, when people talk about ADD, you know, they they make the cracks. Like you know, I think everybody has. A oh yeah, ADD. yeah. Everybody says and, that, and it's just that's like a common uh, undertone joke. You know, and I'm not taking that as an offense. I'm just saying that I think it's because the the cultural expectations or, or the outside vision of what or perspective of what a ADD is 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 wrong. People are uneducated. Sure. And they think it's just kids that can't sit still and they have to tap on their legs and they've got to be playing with something all the time and So I don't think I don't think of it as a joke. I think of it kind of like what you just said that our our, our cultural uh, norms have an expectation upon us to be doing six things at once, mm -hmm. but not all of us are designed to do six things at once. So you're jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Right. And by the time the day ends, you're like, 
I don't think I did anything because I just kept leaping from thing to thing to thing. And working in the IT world like I do, I'm like that too, but it's usually like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? I need to do this. I need to do this. Oh, phone call just rang. And then at the end of the day, you're like, "Uh, uh, that ADD is really kicking. I I don't think I have ADD, but it's just kind of what it feels like. Well, from an uneducated experience, like I don't know what ADD is because I don't have it, but I mean, that's my imagination of what it would be. Do I have it? Do I know what it is? I don't know. I can, I can. You have it. <laughs> well, but the other thing I want to exhibit some symptoms of it. But again, I, I yeah. think in this, I think again, like you said, in today's culture, in today's world, everybody does. But I, I think it's that, everything's going mm-hmm. so much faster than it used to, and there's so much more communication. Well, I mean, right now, you, you, if you if you turn on your iPhone right now, you can get the news from Israel. You can get the news from the Palestine. What's going on in the Middle East? What's going on in Africa? What's going on in uh, Pakistan? Yeah, right, but the this average flood. person. Oh my doesn't. gosh! And now all these things are on your mind, and it's like this is part of the world that I live in. And I'm I'm part of that world, and if I want to f- continue to be a part of it and have a, a viable say in in the future of of the race that I belong to, which is which is the ultimate goal of of a sentient uh, being, right? I should should that should kind of concern me because that could possibly be my, my family at some point, and so all these things are possible. This is this earth that we live on, and this is my home, and I mean maybe it's just. Scale. Maybe it's all about scale. Maybe it's a question of scale. Maybe ADD is is the inability to to scale things down to the proper proportion so that you can, you know, uh, deal with them or well, comprehend is, them or or, too, that, or or that's another standard. Is sta- that um, you know it's easy to envision um, a goal, but it's hard to get there. And not not that the task is too hard. But the comprehension of the steps is too hard. It, or putting the just, steps in the right order. Putting the steps in the right order. I mean, it's one thing to say, I want to move to Europe. It's another thing to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in the average person, in my opinion, I'm not an average person, but in the average person, I would assume you'd say, if you're serious about moving to Europe, you would say, okay, where do I want to move? And how much is it going to cost to move there? What am I going to do when take, I get there? You're right. Do I have a job there? Do you know? And how how long would it take me to save enough money <laughs> to <clears throat> live there for a certain amount of time? The required time to get the right, you know, to have my visa and become, you know, however mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. do that. Because um, I don't even know the steps. Right. <clears throat> sure. But but you know, the average person would plan it and then they'd achieve it. I don't think. If so. I think serious. you're giving the average person too much credit. If they were serious, <laughs> if that's something that they. Not not just a dream. I think you know, a hyper focused person says, "I want to go to Europe. How can I make that happen?" And then goes okay. to those steps. You know, what? I got something to say. But I think the average person says, "I want to move to Europe. That seems really hard. I don't think I'm going to move to Europe." Okay, hmm. can I say something here? Why does it seem really hard? Because of of those loops that you were talking about. Not necessarily mental loops, not necessarily idea loops, not necessarily um, conceptual loops of, of, you know, artistic whatever, but physical loops of, of stuff that we have. Our basement full of tchotchkes, our garage full of wood, our, and you actually did a really good job on just packing up, dumping your stuff and getting to the next house. For me, it's physical stuff. No, I mean, because I've talked about this. I've talked about <coughs> packing up and moving to Europe. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, and what's holding me back is all this stuff that I have. That's like, oh, I don't really want to get rid of that stuff. I like this stuff. Yeah, I'm not. This is this is what stuff. this is what makes me who I am. This is what 
you know, this stuff kind of defines me. Hang on a second. You know what I mean? You just said you're not really attached to stuff. Now, before you were medicated, did you have a stuff attachment or have you always been a vagrant? Well, we'll just say that I've, I've experienced enough loss oh. that it doesn't really matter anymore because there's you accumulate and then you lose or you accumulate and then it wears out or you accumulate and your stuff just doesn't last. And you realize that it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've met people throughout my life that are like, they, they don't have stuff. They, they they have an apartment and a TV, and they're like... I'm not like that. I'm well, I, I, I know. That's stuff. probably an extreme, but they don't have, like... Eh, let me look, at, look, around, look around the podcast basement. Let me look at all this stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff down here. Yeah, but lots you, and lots of stuff. But it's it's well, stuff it's that you like. That somewhat you, organized it, stuff. I mean, if you're collecting jet skis... Yeah, maybe that's... I'd be more, you know, like Arsenal's Polish jets. <laughs> but you know, I when I had my construction company, I was very successful, and I had three cars, and you know, work truck and an SUV and a car, and I had a twenty-eight hundred square foot house and three wives. No, aren't you Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry to our Mormon listener out there. <laughs> sorry, bring him. I hope he's not. <laughs> um, you know, and then um, he's rolling over in his grave. Within yeah. about two months, I I lost it all. Hmm. And you shouldn't have played dice with that guy in the back yeah, room, man. Yeah, right. And uh, that little Nick, I can still see in your hand, hand, right? Yeah. Um, I thought you said you didn't like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that addictive personality—it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Well, but then I—I I was homeless. We were homeless for, gosh, what was it? A month. They had a condo. And, uh, huh? You had a condo. No. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I was making. I'm sorry. I shouldn't make a joke about that topic because it's pretty hefty, but. I don't know what you're talking about. Right now. <laughs> I'm a, I have ADD. I, that's my excuse. Well, that was an inside well, joke that I didn't get. That's I said you had a condo. You didn't have. A, you were homeless. He was you was home. You had, so a, you had condo. a condo because because you're doing so Pretty, well. Yeah, because you yeah. didn't catch that. You're so rich. Yeah, rich but it was something. it was a, in in poor taste. Rich and bad luck. <laughs> You had a lot of you didn't have any more stuff. See, but so actually, it was it's kind of okay, good. Okay, so it's, you it's lost all your stuff. To, yeah, but yeah, I know. guess you know what I mean. I don't think I really suffered like a big stuff loss. I mean, <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? I mean, <laughs> I've loss. I've talked so about this before. Like a, where, um, well, Purge Day. We were gonna have God two years ago on my birthday was supposed to be National Purge when I, Day. When I was a kid, I I, I could have probably been a vagrant, like I mentioned before, a stuff vagrant because I had I had my jacket. And my wallet, your and trench my coat. trench coat, and that was it. And it was like you had your hair products though, didn't you? I mean, I had like you, some, had, you had your fake Jordans. Well, that was that was going way back. <laughs> I had combat boots at this time. Fake Jordans were way back. But did you hear that episode? No, no. Well, that's that's like thirty-eight or so. You get back there. There's some I'll, good I'll, episodes I'll in, the, in the backlog. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, my point is, is like I didn't have much because my parents didn't really buy me much and i didn't get money from them like i know a lot of kids uh at that time um usman uh that would that would just get money from their parents or or get stuff from their parents and i never really had that i mean i had some things and whatever but none of it really meant anything here's a tape of bob dylan (laughs) this is worth more than anything that your friends had this is better than a (laughs) car son so that this is gonna last longer and stick with you Longer than the first car I'll get you. So here, here you go. Listen to it well. So when I moved, oh, Dad! when I moved into my first apartment, it took me one Dodge Caravan with all the seats in it, all three benches or the front two seats and the two benches, uh, and my move. stuff to move. I mean, like I, I had like 
four boxes worth of stuff. And it was all and, comic and books. Ton. Three boxes of comic books. Well, I think I left it. And a box no, of I don't think I, I don't have any of those old comic books. Or I don't have any oh, of that. All of that. Oh, man. Don't what happened to them? So when I moved into uh, my first apartment, I didn't have anything, right? So You had to start accumulating. All it's oh, been. Oh, look at all this space. All it's been since <laughs> I've been 18 years old is the accumulation of stuff. And everything that you see around you is the stuff that I've accumulated. You should Never. put it all in chronological order, man. <laughs> Never once has there been like a big washout of like it's all gone because I think if it was like if all this stuff just like if if this basement just flooded to the ceiling and all this stuff was wrecked, I think I would have a completely new perspective on stuff and be yeah. like I don't need that shit. Because you kind of did um, have yeah, have kind of an epiphany. I heard that episode two or three uh, weeks ago when you were like, oh, and the water got here and, yeah, and you were like, you, you know what? It really didn't bother me that do much. Do you find and, yourself right now saying, you know, crap? You know, I wish that I uh, didn't lose that. No. The stuff that I lost in that that little micro flood right, I had, no, right, no, no. I mean, there was uh, there was like the cork and bottle. I mean, you see the cork and bottle movie back there. I mean, we had I had notes of of edits, like got to make this edit scene, and that's kind of like whatever. But and I had a bunch of newspaper clippings and posters, but no, no, I don't I don't lay awake at night going, oh man, oh man. <laughs> so. Uh, what was the point? Um, stuff. stuff. Purge. Purging stuff. Yeah. It, it's hard to do front end. You know what I mean? It's hard to like go down there and say, all right, I'm just going to get rid of all this stuff. But if it it clutters up, I, I think that is, is not a symptom, but it's a, it's a, it's a cause. It's, a, it's, a, it's an underlying um, reason for, for ADD because it, it – see, okay – this maybe maybe there's different types of ADD and maybe this is this is what I'm trying to describe here is that you have the kind of ADD where it's like you get loops of of artistic songs, music, whatever in your head or thoughts or ideas of oh I could wait, I wait. could build this this way and this way and this way you like like engineering stop, whatever stop stop for one second hold that thought I want to ask one question on that same train of thought when you were unmedicated were you able to do really hyper focus on the guitar well the way that I like to see it is when I was unmedicated I thought that what I did was awesome, and it really sucked. But, but I mean, I would focus so hard on it. I would play till my fingers hurt. And okay, so despite the quality aspect, I mean, you were still maybe you couldn't like. Okay, I don't know where I want my fingers to be, but you were still like hyper focused on the guitar. I mean, oh, you yeah. weren't okay. Mm. So, then, but then the medication really kind of. Well, so you could, so okay so so you could hyper focus, but there was still too many of the other hyper-focused loops getting in the way of you being able to truly focus somehow. Right. Okay. Right. In fact, you know, I had a, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a breakdown, but it was just this one overwhelming moment where like, it was, I was sitting on my bed and my, I felt like I was just demon-possessed or something. I mean, my, my head was just like swirling with all this information and I didn't know what to do with it. And I just... <clears throat> Puked your information out? I don't remember what I did, but it was, I think my wife came in and said something and told me to go to bed or, or something i don't remember it's kind of a blur for me i don't remember but then the next day i woke up and it was almost like a reboot you know i just kind of just pushed that stuff out let it go and then started accumulating again you know maybe that's why i like to drink because that that keeps it in check could be you sure do drink no, I don't. What? <laughs> beer or light beer? Mm. Were we talking about addictive personalities? We're talking about addictive personalities. I've had two paps. What I'm do you want me to come on? Um, yeah, I wonder if you could like puke mentally instead of like physically. That'd be kind of interesting. 
that makes for an interesting like short <laughs> movie clip or something. You know, you're like you get all these. You're like sitting there. You can you imagine like a, okay, a UW student. I'm I think all you need to do is now. listen to some of our more drunken Eric podcasts, and you can get a taste of what thought puke is like. <laughs> thought, but it would, no, it would have to, it would have to have more than just verbal. It would have to have. <laughs> Phys- uh, it would have It'd to have a like mental, uh, a physical purge. matter. No, no, no it would have to be like like visual. It would have to have smell. Maybe no, maybe not smell, but no. it would have to be visual. I think that would be dangerous. And and auditory. That would mean your brains would be like leaking out your ears. Um, no, you could like. Okay, so let's let's. Um, let I don't know. <laughs> it's an idea. It's a. It would be a funny little short. You were movie. diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> Now, Eric, uh, now do you feel that you actually have that? Me? I mean, have you succumbed oh, yeah. to the or accepted sure. that? Yeah, maybe, I have no problems with it. Maybe I, I, I do I actually totally, have this. I totally agree. I agree. I agree. Oh, okay. But yeah. I also agree that, um, and I think I stated this earlier, and I've stated it at least five or six times before to many people and on this podcast that I believe that it is, um, as well as being a, a, an imbalance of chemicals in my brain. As it, it has strongly influenced by the society that we live in today, because the human beings that are alive today, uh, the evolutionary um, ramp that that we have been riding on for the last thousand years has been going up at about a ten degree increment, and in the last fifty years, it's gone up to forty five degrees, and I think in the last five years, it's gone up to ninety degrees. I mean, we are going straight up. I know, but the statistics are based on. <clears throat> How much medication they give out it's not based on actual diagnosis what? of you're talking about the amount of addrs in america no i'm talking about uh the stimulus stimulus package i think eric's talking government. about like the speed at which we're we live and the media and that our minds are trying to incorporate all these concepts uh, and and trying to fit our but, place into the the world that we live and it was right. a much smaller world back then and now all of a sudden we had this huge world to try to fit fit ourselves in, and it's like it's like the the book, um, the 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 Frog Star. What when they tried to um, they they stuck Zaphod, the president of the universe, in it. Oh, and it was like the the, the ultimate infinitesimal. Game. It was the restaurant box. at the end of the universe, and they were trying to torture him by putting him in the box that tells you your. It shows you your place in the universe, how insignificant you, you are. are. But he comes out and he's he like, comes yeah. Out, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Told me I'm a pretty cool fruit. Yeah. I think, or something like that. Yeah. Anyways. What's the point? The point is, is that there's so much information to, to comprehend, to contend with nowadays, and, and we're being bombarded with it left and right constantly, more and more and more, that... And then when you get little kids involved, and then they're they have all this stuff, and they can't control it, and and every then, generation it increases, it increases and increases exponentially, and we don't understand that. And then there's these problems, and the and the politicians are creating these problems, and 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 like pumping the fear rhetoric, and and the and the oh my gosh, if you don't have ADD, I think there's actually something wrong with you, as far as I'm concerned. Nowadays, I yeah. chew on that one for a yeah, while. Yeah, but you know, there's there's been. I guess hypothesis out there, hypothesis, that um, hypothesis. You know some of the the great minds, like and the great arts, not the great minds, but the great arts. Oh like sure. The, you know that they were ADD, and mostly most of their like Da Vinci and Michelangelo. You know they're. I don't know if they had wives or not, but you know they're, they're okay. I just saw this this uh, thing on uh, PBS probably about a year ago now, and so it wasn't just, but. They, um, this guy that the first uh, person to to draw like a three dimensional bird, 
okay? And this was like back in the 1800s, and this guy, you know, decided I'm going to go to the Americas, and I'm going to draw birds. Left his wife there, and I mean, <coughs> she didn't like, they didn't break up or anything. He just decided he was gone for six years, <clears throat> and he was out drawing birds. You know, I mean, does that happen in our world today? He came home, she was there, and they just picked up on his life again. You know, I mean, that's the the surface of it. I'm sure they probably had bigger issues than that. <laughs> but there might have been know. a discussion, well, like, "Where have you been?" Well, she knew Fly about it. A she bird. supported him in oh, it, and yeah, you know, cool. a lot of the times, you know, to be, you know, in my experience with my wife, you know, she's had to be a very understanding person because mm-hmm. I've been a very self-oriented person. And selfish, but you know, I which think, is kind of misconstrued as also, having ADD, right? Well, as you said of, earlier, yeah. But, you know, also you have this factor of... Um, or vice versa. Something that I forgot. I'm sorry. I thought, no, that's all right. Eric does that. I did yeah. What? He, he curveballs. Two, yeah. yeah. No, I just... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> then he gets defensive. No, you, you are. You were talking about, you were talking about the guy that, that left his wife and, and they might have had other issues. And then you were talking about your wife and how, you know, she is understanding about you doing things that, uh, that you need to get done because... That you're you're driven to do them, and that you're very interested in them. And even though it seems like you're being selfish, she understands that sometimes and lets you go with it. Right. That's where you were kind of going. Right. But is that it? That's it. Maybe I'm a mind reader too. I don't know. Well, no, you know, there's. It's easier to be ADD and single. I'll put it that way. You know, it's not. I mean, you just have to have a very because you just have to worry about yourself, right? And and I think you can be successful. Or you can be a destruction. I mean, you, you can either be successful or a flop. Yeah, how much but willpower it, you have. But it's it's based on, it's it's pretty much the extreme either way. I don't know any just normally existing 80 years. They're either, we're single anyway. I mean, most of the time you have a wife that's, you know, either um, somebody who puts um, pressure on you or somebody who gives you encouragement or maybe it goes from pressure to encouragement back and forth throughout your marriage. Got to imagine there's a little bit of frustration involved at right. some point, so right. at some level. I mean, so. Hmm. Chew on that. <clears throat> Tastes like chicken. <laughs> well, I mean, there's two things that you said that kind of like, but I mean, I guess that's why I asked Eric if he felt like he was ADD, and he said yes, yeah, so it kind of threw my, my little points that i wrote down oh i don't doubt it at all but i i think i explained that what were your points well the two things that you said that kind of struck home were kind of uh the talking about things that are only interesting to you Mm -hmm. and focusing on those and selfish seeming now eric is not a selfish guy he'll he brings the beer sometimes to the house he'll well um, that's not that's not what i'm talking about though but let me let me let me articulate um Eric will share what he's got. He'll invite you over to dinner uh, and be and do very non-selfish things. I'm blushing. <laughs> However, sometimes the conversation or the way things go, you're like, <coughs> you walk away and you're like, that guy's kind of selfish. But then you realize, like, well, no, there's all these other things that that aren't really all that selfish. Well, what would, what would be an element of selfish? me, 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 me? I got something to say. Okay, like, uh, um, for example, in some of the earlier podcasts, like we found some bunnies today. Way back when, 
kind of kind of what he's doing right now, actually. Right. Where he's like getting disinterested, maybe. In, but I'm in doing it to make a about. point. So you are, you back are. Back off, Pilgrim. But, the, but there's been a few episodes where, like, I'll I'll be maybe I'm rambling off on something that's not that interesting, and all of a sudden Eric <laughs> will be like. <laughs> just like bapping on the microphone you're like eric what the hell are you doing and you're just like you know he's bored and he's just like and then you'll ask you be like, are you bored i'm like yeah, yeah. well no 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 and then you'll you be like throw boring. up some boring <laughs> well, no i think there that. actually has been an episode or two where i've said that i don't think you've ever said boring it's usually been like banging on the microphone and then and then i call you out on it and you're like then mm, you launch into like something that you're interested in which is you know so i I've mean gotten, okay that was what did you say that was like in the first three episodes 10 20 40 the behavioral was probably like 40 50 and and now what happens is i can just kind of see you drifting around looking at the room or like maybe making funny faces or whatever and i'm like okay eric's not interested how do i get him back into this whole thing right which would make you not add right okay yeah exactly and i think that's what's kind of like uh, that's what i'm eking out here not having it be about you i like talking about myself well sure (laughs) yeah but the fact that you would take a moment Eric doesn't really take a moment to pull you in. You would take the moment to pull him in. That's a that's actually no. A, you'd switch no, topics pretty quick. Though. I, I do switch topics, but I mean, I think what he's saying is, I'll recognize based <clears throat> upon your facial expressions or, or your actions that we're going nowhere. You're not interested. I need to bring you back into this. And sometimes I actually kind of feel that you get into it so much that i think you might actually I'm, even forget yeah. that i'm here and you're on the soapbox like not I necessarily oh God, no, I, I gotta get this out i before. know exactly what you're talking right. about but but what i'm thinking is not that what i'm thinking is if i talk about this enough and make it interesting enough he's gonna get interested in it again but the thing that okay but here's what happens now is or the listeners will get interested in it again, or the listeners are interested in it, right? And right, right now we're not doing this just for you and me. We're doing it for the listeners. For the listeners. Hi, with, hey, listeners, check us out angle, on tficast.com. Right? What's that? Everything's got an angle, right? But see, sometimes, oh yeah, with ADD ears, huh? Sometimes, I mean, you'll be going off on a subject, and I'll want to like kind of get in there to talk about something that you just just mentioned, but you'll have already leapt off to like the next subject or the next tangent and the point that you want to make. Shell's pretty. And I'm like, no, 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 go back. Go back and back but you won't even you're, you're just like train yeah you, you just can't stop it yeah i i know that i mean we're getting that's there we're getting somewhere you're still a good is that guy. add it's 106 <laughs> yeah. episodes and we're finally getting somewhere oh what? that is that is that is very much add yeah. well okay but i i haven't done that i don't do that a lot and uh, and i i've been i recognize it a lot more i, I recognize it, it and i'm like I hey you know what i've heard it in every podcast but i <laughs> but, but what I, really I've heard it in every single podcast but um but i have noticed that it's diminished. Oh, and it's not—it's not a rude. I don't thing. think it's a bad thing. No, in fact, the the thing is, is if you have understanding people, who are friends, you know, who treat you with respect, you know, and you—it's it, not an issue. It's, well, as long as I can inj- interject a little humor once in a while, I think right, you know. It's just, well, it's like that's Eric, and right? We, because and we accept okay, him for for who he is. You what know, you said, thank you for that. I I, I appreciate that. I do. Um, I don't mean to be just like blowing it off, but what, when you yeah, said whatever. that you look, <laughs> you, or you look at me, and if I'm looking around, if I'm starting to get bored of whatever you're talking about, okay, uh, you'll you'll kind of say, "Ooh, all right, well, let's change, let's shift, shift gears and change stuff." I'll I'll try to if I see I I do notice that. I mean, I'm I'm pretty observant. I'm an observant guy. You're not gonna tell me I'm not. Um, I could make a pretty good private dick. You know, <laughs> uh, I've done a little bit of inside work. Um, okay. okay, I see that, bit. and I'll and I'll try to 
distract everybody with a joke. I'll try to make something. I'll make everybody laugh because I think laughter is the best medicine. And so if people are getting bored, people are thinking, oh, this guy's stupid. Whatever, I'll try to make them laugh. And then I'll get on this thing where I'm like, hey, I'm going to be the clown. You know, I'm going to be the clown. Everybody look at me. I'm the clown. Did you ever notice how the class clown is always the 80 deer? Because I it, didn't, but... Because it's an attention issue. Oh. I mean, Doesn't it, matter what kind of attention, attention as long as it's right? some sort of attention. You need to be the center of attention because it's all about you. And that's and that's really kind of the, the So failure. I just put the last nail in my own coffin? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I mean, without a little bit of humor, we'd be a lot of boring people. You know, and so stuff. What's the to, to put a to, to put, to a, put the, What's the tip? Put the, to Isn't put that a, a uh, that's a uh, Aztec word for for claw? <laughs> Add. Yeah. To cut to pedal. To put a uh, uh, cap, a feather in this cap or something to finish this off. A bookend on the shelf, if you will. Uh, yes. What? Okay, so what are your feelings animal. on medication? Um, I wouldn't be married if I didn't take. <laughs> so medication is well. You also said that now you're 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 able to focus on the things you you like, and you're able to do a yeah a and job that on the that thing that you like uh, and feel good about it. Right. Right. Yeah. It was, I was it was very disorganized and very you know, and that was just kind of my thing. I mean, I I know some well, Eric says he's very organized and you know and ask him where his tent was <laughs> yeah i don't want to go there <laughs> but there are some that's that has not, that's not really doesn't have anything to do with me as far as i'm concerned that's 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 the household and and, and i i work on organizing that household to it to an amazing degree and and i cannot get anywhere with it and i'm very frustrated with that situation i don't really want to talk about it <laughs> okay well that wasn't my point um, I was I was simply making. <laughs> I was simply saying that I I think Eric is an organized person and um, is is yeah and oops and uh, <laughs> I put that there take it out of my microphone <laughs> you know but I but I think that there's there's an element of uh, man see there we go again oh you're talking about uh, medication mm-hmm. or not medication mm-hmm. um, without medication I'm more organized I mean I'm with out medication. I'm you're sorry. With with, with medication, okay. I'm, I'm more organized. You know, I I'm more in control of my life. Um, I think the for me the illusion was without medication that I had it all together, and then when I got medicated, I realized that I hadn't. I realized I didn't have it all together. Um, and that's just my my take. I haven't really you know checked with any other 80 deers to see what they thought about it mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean for me it's a, it's a night and day difference so you're able to look back and be like before medication this is oh, how i, I like lived and this is how i what i did and so <clears throat> with medication this is how i am today and I'm, I'm gonna take this personally uh but i'm gonna go ahead with it anyways i'm gonna take it personally but make sure it's funny oh <laughs> well then i'll they live my Donald Duck voice. Um, okay, you said that you felt that I was a pretty organized person. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a pretty organized person, but I'm frustrated because my household is is kind of holding me back from being able to organize that aspect of my life a little bit. Now I agree that my my professional career, which you which was a, was you were bandying that about earlier, and I don't really even know what that means. What? What was I bandying uh, that, about? I, I, let me keep going here. 
Um, okay. Um, I, I agree that my profession, my career, my, my goals and as, as far as making money for my family is not maybe organized as much as it should be, is not doing, I'm not doing that as well as I should be doing. Okay. Now my point is, is that you said when you started doing the medication, Just doing it, when, when you, when started you started doing the drugs, okay. When you started taking medication to, 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 to counteract the, the, levels of whatever in right. your head mm-hmm. um you you realize that you were not very organized you didn't have it together and then you started getting it together so now i'm taking this personally thinking that hey if so if i go on a medication and i kind of feel like i kind of feel like i have it together i realize i really don't i kind of feel like i do but holy shimoly look out i am gonna get it together like nobody's business if i get on medication and i'm gonna go to the moon and back right i mean i'm i'm gonna tear it up i'm gonna organize this town i'm gonna i'm gonna you know just well here's the thing you know go go crazy i i, I it, can't even think of a it's way easy to, say to it. see my problem was when i started my addiction with ritalin uh, it wasn't really addiction, but you know, when I, when I started taking taking the the drugs, um, I thought it was going to change me. I thought it was going to solve all my problems, and all it did was give me focus. It gave me clarity, and it gave me focus, and it helped me not to obsess, and it helped me not to. It, it gave me control over the little obsessions uh, the, the 150 obsessions that i would experience a day and i could say i'm not really interested in that and i could turn away the things that really i could kind of weed out the like the rice analogy the thing that you were saying earlier you know about boiling rice you know rinse it off and get all the little stuff out of there yeah metaphor and <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't gum up the final product right you know and that's what happens you know you get all this other crap in there so that the final product is not as good of a quality mm-hmm. and if when i went on to meds it's that's it took some time because i didn't know how to exist in that clarity oh right because you're so used to living in another way i've been in it for 28 years right exactly sure and you 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 know you're going to be experienced if you if you choose to do something like that you know 40 years behind you you know you're going it's not going to be just this you know and suddenly i have all my problems and woes are solved. All my ducks are in a row. It's not like that, and you know, rack, that's, rack, rack. but that's the expectation. That's what the doctors <laughs> plug you because that's... because they say you have ADD. This will help you. And well, then, but this will—I mean—help. Well, but they give it to you like when they told me. Maybe my expectations are really high because I was frustrated with my life. But well, I mean, did you think like after week one of Ridlin, you'd be like? I'm done. I'm set. Look at this. Well, I have a see. I thought fancy that the job. Issue, I have a beautiful wife. I have a big house. I thought that the issue was an Escalade. Um, something different than really what it was. I, I don't know how to explain it. When I when I before I thought I'm going to take this pill, it'll be the blue pill or the red pill, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and suddenly, oh. you know, I thought that it was going to be this beautiful thing. You know, if you take the red pill. It's going to send you into this, you know, world of awesomeness. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like and, <laughs> illicit drugs or alcohol, where it's like, if I drink four beers, I'm going to get a buzz. Oh, sure. if I take Rillin, well, I'm just, it's going to 
it's going to clear me up. It's going to do just the well, opposite sure, of that. Like it's going to clear me up, and I'm going to you know? feel. Yeah. Or you take an aspirin. It's going to make my headache go away. Basically, I take Ritalin. It's going to make my ADD go away. Basically, yeah. Thinking that the ADD is like, like a like a sickness, mm-hmm. and that's because that's how people treat you your whole life. You know, you're lazy or you're you're behind par. You know, even though you're excellent in certain things and you excel at high speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I got really good at guitar really quick because I played for nine to 10 hours a day for like three years, Mm -hmm. you know, and so you get really good, but you know, people, you get a lot of flack, you know, my, my dad would be like, you know, you can't ever remember anything. You can't even remember where I put this or you tell me to go get something. And well, he was kind of a nutcase too, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, (coughs) um, hi dad. Yeah. No, yeah. (laughs) Let's give a little shout out to the dads. (laughs) Yeah. So let me ask you this then. So when you finally decided to go onto the meds, was it because you were just so so frustrated, uh, or did a doctor prescribe it? And you're like, yeah, I think I'll try that. Or it was, it was a little mixed, and it had a lot of pressure from my wife. Um, I didn't want to do it. Okay. I I thought you know I'm fine, and basically the ultimatum was, Mike, I can't live with you like this. So you can be fine by yourself, or you can try this. You can try it. See if it does anything. You know, I'm a responsible people. will just try it. And if it doesn't work, they'll stop it, you know. And I'm just like, hell no, I'm not doing that, you know. And I don't want that medication in me, but then I'm around, you know, taking all these other. Was it because you were afraid it was going to change you or, like, yeah, subdue was, you yeah. to the point where you're just, like, drooling on yourself? No, no, no. Like... I didn't feel like it was going to ruin me, but mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to. It was going to slow down the rapid pace of ideas, the rapid fire right. ideas. I thought it was going to, I was going to lose my creativity. In ah. fact, and, and I, and I. I thrived on that. So it was almost like taking my baby away. You know, sure. I mean, that's what I, I wanted that creativity to be strong in me. And then what I found out was, you know, it didn't take away my creativity. It gave me more clarity so Helped that I you could focus actually on, focus on creating on the things, something on the good. Creativity that was, that was really most important. And, not and maybe help you finish some of the create, creative right. stuff Excuse that me. you wanted you to know, work on. Before that, I'd never finished writing a song. <laughs> I had like two boxes full of papers of pieces of songs you know and i had art boxes we asked vanessa when um holy smokes i mean we had like <coughs> i must have had boxes of like six or seven just huge boxes full of papers and the papers would have like an eye on it just like an eye that i drew and i liked that eye and so i put it in my my box you know and i was disorganized because i had all these boxes you know it'd take me like three weeks or a month sitting down full time just to go through these things and decide what i wanted and what i didn't but i thought i can't throw it away because i might use that eye somewhere sure you know or i might use this word that i just thought was a great word you know it's like wow were you really baked it's kind of like that the freaky word man i don't want to get rid of this hand man (laughs) look at this hand hand look at this thing big But that's kind of what it was like, huh? <coughs> well, that's kind of weird. Because I mean, I have you heard? Have you heard about the word? The word? The bird's word? I've heard that. All right, so Eric, what? Now you have not had a chance to talk here for the last. Few well, minutes. I feel like this is kind of like a medical show lately, and I'm I'm kind of like the the I I I'm a little bit defensive. It's I guess, an intervention. It it it's, it feels like one. It really does. I mean, what I'm, are, I'm no. sitting over here like. What are your feelings on medication? My feelings on medication, I, I choose uh to choose you. No, I I, I choose, choose to choose to say that I I I think that honestly, there is um 
uh, room for the human body and the human brain to counteract the effects of if ADD is a disease, then the, the effects that that disease or that imbalance of chemicals that is probably caused by the intake of, of and the ingestion of chemicals from our environment, uh, there, there's the possibility of, of counteracting that with the human body because as far as I'm concerned, um, well, first of all, the, I mean, I'm going to go on all kinds of tangents here, but the rise of, of the medical community has been ridiculous in the last couple of years. And, and the fact that, you know, 40% of the population is now um, involved in some way, shape or form in, in the medical community. And that's how people make their money. It's, it's kind of ridiculous to me. Um, the human body is an amazing thing. And I think we just need to uh, medicate people because it's a lot easier and it's quicker. And there's a lot of pharmaceutical companies that make money with it. And if we really said, hey, wait a minute, you know what? Let's and, – and it's the same with the oil. I mean, what's easy? Let's keep pumping the oil out of the ground. Let's keep driving these cars with the internal combustion engine because that's what we know and that's what's making money. Let's keep doing it. Let's not, let's not slow down and look for alternative ways to do it, you know? Let's let's look for alternative ways to do it. And I know that that kind of throws a wrench in. Well, right now I'm living this life that there's some problems in and, and you know, I'm making some bad decisions and I'm not providing yeah, well, for my... Am I not providing for my... I don't know. I, we, we own a house. None of that even... We, we own more than half of our house. It's more than half paid off. We have no credit card debt. We own two cars and we've never been late for any payments. I think we're fi more financially stable because that, as far as I'm concerned, is really what it comes down to quite often when it comes to arguments in, in, in my relationship with my wife uh, is that I don't earn enough money. And we have a pretty good life, I think. We really do. And it's just not enough. We need a bigger house. We need you know a better car, whatever. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel that we need that. And if that's ADD, I don't think I, don't I need think. medication to... to uh, and I'm yeah, I'm getting a little bit frustrated about it now because yeah, I don't believe I need medication to tell me any any differently. I'm not telling you to get medicated <clears throat> because you know if the thing all, all I'm saying is that you know answering a question about the difference between medicated and not for me and you know your relationship with your wife is your relationship and if it works then it works really and and that's you know there's there's no offense here but the thing that I guess. For me, I was I was 28. Maybe I was even 26. I don't remember. It was between 26 and 28. I finally went to school, to college. And um, I finally got my business going because I started taking meds. I mean, for me, there's a lot of success that came from it, which is why I'm positive about it. Mm -hmm. I don't have... I mean, honestly, they put me on Adderall or something, you know, for the first two months and i was like seeing rainbows and all sorts of crazy stuff and i walk into the grocery store and there's like this smoky haze and i thought there was a fire it was really bad and everybody's like you crazy and i was seeing things i was like hallucinating okay so i mean thing it doesn't work for everybody you know and you know the other thing too is i went down you know my wife did a lot of research her her family and her grandma <laughs> grandma's like a seventh day adventist herbalist she does like she's like a, a midwife but everything's natural you know in those mm -hmm. natural cancer healing facilities and stuff out in the boonies in arkansas and and she's a great lady you know and so jesus is coming back but he's coming free range <laughs> he's grass-fed 
Well, you never know. <laughs> I think I heard about that, the Jesus meet. <laughs> I can't believe it's not Jesus. Yeah, that's right. It's the new host. So, you know, basically she had, um, you know, she my wife has connections and she did a lot of research on natural, um, I guess, remedies. Homeopathic Cleanses. ADD right. remedies? Right. And, okay. And they prove, they're proven to be successful and... They were supposed to take ten years or something like that, and I'm sure. like, you know, I don't got ten years. I'm I'm on the verge of a of a split here, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to take what I need to to get through. And yes, in the last six years, I've become pretty dependent on it. If I don't take it for like three or four days, I start getting crazy again. You know, so it, it's a band aid. It definitely is a band aid. Um, it's it doesn't solve the problem. I mean, if I were to be maybe taking healthier choices, um, it's maybe, a, okay, maybe, maybe it would end up uh, changing me while I'm on the medication. Yeah. You know, and then I can wean myself off of it. But it's a band aid. But I mean, I mean, there was a time in, in our history, in this world's history, where uh, doctors didn't know how to set bones, right? right? And, and you broke a leg and then you were forever gimpy. Right. And then somebody figured out, well, we can set bones. We just, we got to do this thing and we wrap it up and bam, 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 you'll be healed and you'll be able to walk again. Yeah, but you know, there was is also that, a time Is that where crazy? Like, oh my gosh, like there was the also, human body, wait, hang on a second. Like right. the human body can cope with that because the human body is a strong thing. Don't set that bone. Let the human body just deal with that bone. It'll be fine. That's a, that's a pretty extreme Maybe example. But, extreme. And, and another example is that uh, for a long time, doctors also used to believe and the patients bought right into it for, I don't know how many, but probably bleeding. hundreds of years. Bleeding. Leeches. And leeches. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that was accepted. And actually, there is a certain, uh, probably, amount of, of, of truth to it, because if you have high blood pressure or something, it's it's, it's like you, you reduce that high blood pressure, and that can reduce the pressure on your heart. That can reduce symptoms of, of, of um, heart mm-hmm. problems and, and, and even other things in the body. So there's, there's probably a modicum of truth in it. But... Um, where where were you going? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about medic. It's it's a, it's a theoretical question. It's a it's a it's a whatever. It's a, it's an idealistic I mean, not, question. Is, I mean, this, is this is this an intervention? Is it? I mean, no, it really no. feels like it. No. We're we're not we're really kind of stick. I mean, the, talk about the Rolodex. No, we're like he just really bam. We're really, on this he really topic. Wanted to to I I think you know, I can't speak for you, but it seemed like you just wanted to know my my perspective on ADD. Yes. I mean, he's got an opportunity of two people with two different perspectives. Yes. I mean, it's a good panel. I was actually trying to figure out if I had ADD, and as I discovered about thirty minutes ago, I, I don't have ADD. <laughs> Based on the descriptions that we're getting here, you know. And I'm, I'm wait not a minute. Did you just that say that? Is, that uh, I'm not going to say this is medical truth or anything. You know, this is based on experience. Well, exactly. And, this is the fundamental interconnectedness of all. Uh, the, the bip. This is the <laughs> fundamental interconnectedness of all things, folks. This is about as close as check we'll it get out to a medical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Doctor TFI, but I mean, as far as like my experience with with, because I'm kind of in the same the boat with you, Eric. Where it's like, fundamental area I don't want to take all these drugs and these pills, and and I don't need this stuff in my body. I should just be able. Yeah, but to you've talked with... about your your. Well, uh... hang on, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and and for years, you know, I I would have just like these awful allergies, and I would go to the doctor and be like, "Fix me, doctor, fix me," and they'd be like, "Well, can't fix you. There's nothing to 
to fix you with, but I can give you this pill and this nasal spray and this squirter It'll thing. It'll last for two hours. And, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and you know, it, I would do it for like three oh, days and it wouldn't oh, work. Uh. And I would throw it away and I'd be like, well, this, you know, this doesn't work. And as you said, you know, it, it, it takes a few weeks or months or years or whatever for right. this thing to get in place. And so finally, I mean, if you actually go back to like the episodes 20s and 30s of, of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things here on this podcast, you'll hear me wheezing and sneezing and coughing because, I mean, <laughs> kind of like what Eric's doing right here right now. Maybe I got your allergies. <laughs> yeah, you caught my allergies. And you got my ADD. I mean, because this basement isn't probably the cleanest thing. There's probably some dust down here. Maybe there's a little bit of mold or whatever. And, and no. my allergies are so susceptible to that that I would, I would get that. So about six months ago, I went to the allergist and I was like, I can't handle it anymore you got to help me. And he's like, well, here's what we can do. You're going to have to take all of these drugs. I'm on three different drugs and we can give you shots. And after the end of the shots, maybe you'll be cured. Maybe you won't be cured, but it's something that we can do. There is a solution to your allergies. Yeah, it's probably, you know what it is? It's that's it's stinging nettle powder that you put in a capsule and you take four times a day. No, actually, there's... That's the homeopathic remedy. Light there's beer. A, there's a guy in town, actually, that I had just, I just heard about through my boss. Acupuncture? My boss's uh, son. Mm-hmm. just allergic to everything allergic to foods allergic to animals and um yeah ac- acupressure i've actually heard of that yeah i've and, never tried it and, or cranial cranial sacral sacral and he had massage. Uh, he, his allergies are just about gone i see but i put that into the um <clears throat> the back cracking bucket yeah but what's it that damage i've heard more and more about that there was a woman that came in today she's a massage therapist she has a little boy he's 12 months voodoo, old voodoo. he was walking around i Witch couldn't believe doctors. this kid she's like i when he was Three three weeks old, I took him over there. And she said, because when those babies travel through that birth canal, sure. can you imagine? Well, they and and he could tell his, oh, I don't know what, his atlas was was lower. And so when he would breastfeed on this side, he would, he would pull away on this side. He didn't want to breastfeed on this side. And Logan did that. And Lily did that. Yep. And, she, and she said, you take him to the chiropractor. And he's like, oh, yeah, his atlas was is, is like sunken or something or out of place because when he went through, he... Put it in place, yeah. and then he was and fine. I heard that, I it's hear like that, that, that cured a lot of colic. A lot of colic has to do with just and ear infections. That are... Ear infections is the neck bones. Yeah. yeah. But to finish my point, before we get onto the voodoo science uh, portion of the show, um, <laughs> we have I, to play some songs. I took the drugs uh, and I I stayed on the regimen that the doctor prescribed, and it's amazing. It's <laughs> night and day. I mean, I think it's kind of maybe what you experienced, where you're like, maybe you didn't necessarily hazes and rainbows. You may, yeah. I didn't get that. <laughs> I don't think you get that from allergy medicine. I'll take some. But I mean, I Hook think me you were, you needed to do something or a lot of bad things were going to happen. So you, right. you decided like, you consciously made the decision for yourself. I need to do this or else my life is going to drastically change. Right. And for myself, I was like, I'm so sick of this that I'm, I'm actually willing to do whatever it takes to try to get rid of these allergies. And if it means like a regimen of like taking two pills a day and snorting stuff and blah, blah, blah. Adam, nice. I'm okay with that. And so I guess right. my point is, is like I was very resistant to uh, allergy medication. I have a hard time. Resistance is useless. Know, or ibuprofen. You know, I, just, I, don't, I don't like doing that either. I, I don't know what it is about it. Resistance well, there's is nothing useless. nothing wrong with ibuprofen. I mean, they actually say like you should take like one a day or something. It's good for your liver or something. Or Resistance I hear, I hear is useless. It thins your blood out. What's that? It thins your blood. Aspirin. Aspirin is supposed to like take it's, like one yep, of those if a day. You, in fact, you should you. always carry aspirin. If you have ever had a heart attack. You should take aspirin because it loosens up the clot. Where are all these little bugs coming from? Resistance is useless. Right, anyways, uh, maybe the Borgs were all about medication. Maybe they were the pharmaceutical company. There should be a pharmaceutical company called the Borg. 
That'd be the best name. That'd Resistance is useless. <laughs> it would be yeah. No, be, it would be the truth coming it out. It would be finally. too truthful. <laughs> Look, I agree with you. I, think, I don't know. I mean, I, am I making fun of it? Yeah. Do I, I? But do I agree that it might help me? Yeah. I completely but do agree I st- that. But I want to do it. No, I, I. I don't know. I still kind of believe that that the American culture is too dependent on quick fixes. And I, I agree I, with I, you. I mean, that I, drugs, I don't think my life is really that bad. And. I agree with you that drugs are probably uh, no, not probably. Drugs are overprescribed and prescribed in situations where they don't necessarily need to be prescribed. Probably for profit margins or just for like the quick fix. Like, doctor, you don't understand. I can't handle the thing that's happening to me. You got to give me something. So the doctor's like, all right, you can get off my back here. Take this. I'm sick. I need antibiotics. But ma'am, but I you also have a back, you have a viral infection, ma'am. It's not a. I'm sick. I need antibiotics. But ma'am, it's viral. Shut up and give me antibiotics. All right. But I think that there are some drugs that do some good for you. Well, absolutely. I I take ibuprofen, you know? No. I do, and it helps. It helps a lot. My back, when I had that couple, like last week, I I popped, I was popped. You know what I actually took? I take a lot of uh, echinacea, actually, I take a lot of. That's um, not really medication, though. Well, but it, it I, yeah. I, as far as I, you know what, the the mind (laughs) is is a very powerful tool, as far as I'm concerned. A mind? Uh, yes, I mean they can get their point across without mind? even saying a word. They're amazing. <laughs> All right, the mind is 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 a terrible thing to waste, but it's also an amazingly powerful tool. And if I believe that this echinacea boosts my immune system so that it will ward off a cold that I feel like I might be having or getting because I, you know, French kissed the waitress that had a big runny nose, well, more power to me that I pop that echinacea and I don't get sick. And then I wake up and realize it was all a dream because I would never do that. All right, so let's wrap this thing up. Um, ADD, it's it it's really good for guy. you. What? <laughs> it's good. It's, it happens. Is the, this? Are we done? This is all we're talking. Wait, we well, were supposed to be talking about railroads. It's for been God's a, it's been an hour and twelve. So, so are you uh, serious? So, Mike, whip out that guitar and play us something. Yeah, finish us up with a. Take us out. Give us a G G G A G B B C G A. Do you even know what those are? Yeah, do them. And I'll sing, uh, this has been the ADD podcast. Don't worry, as soon as that guitar starts, I'm turning the mics down. (laughs) All right, well, thanks, folks, for listening. Uh, Check us out on ADD.com. Or no, TFICast.com. And uh, you can email us at TFI at TFICast.com. Yeah, if if you have a topic for us, whip out your Rolodex Norbecker and put it on the paper, make a print of it, and send it in to us here at... Uh, email tficast.com and Mike will play us out with the ADD blues jamming Give us an arpeggio.